Welcome to the Mastery Podcast with your host, Mark Coles. I have dedicated the last 15 years as a fitness professional to mastering my mind, my craft, and my business. It is my passion and mission to help each of you to do the same. Over the coming episodes, I will be providing you with all the necessary tools to be able to take full control of your career and your life. I'm really looking forward to going on this very exciting journey with you. So let's get started. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Mastery Podcast. I hope you're all doing well. Now, there's been a bit of a distance between the last episode and today's episode, and for very good reason. I had my father's funeral on Tuesday, and uh, it was a beautiful day really was a beautiful day, beautiful send-off to an incredible man. And, uh, you know, the podcast is my way of connecting with you all. Um, as I say in a lot of marketing, you know, a lot of what I teach to you guys, that, you know, to be able to help people, to be able to reach your audience, a degree of vulnerability and honesty, um, so that you guys know that people like me are real, you know, I have my challenges just like you do. I've had my challenges as a personal trainer, business owner, husband, business professional, and you're going to be faced with them all. I hope because challenges help us grow. And uh, I had a lovely conversation with my brother and my sister this morning. And uh, you know, we were just talking about how you know, your parents being around regardless give you a degree of support um, in terms of a, a psychological level of support. You just know they're always there. And uh, it's funny, you know, even at the age of 43, I'd been pushing on my business, being very independent, but we spoke about this this morning and, you know, I actually picked up the phone <laughs> to, to ring him at one point this week. Um, yesterday it was. I just subconsciously, I was like, I just do. And then you're like, nah. And I've gone through some really interesting kind of reflections. And I wanted to just give you one because, you know, one thing that I've spent quite a lot of time doing over the last four months, knowing that the, that the inevitable was going to happen, was looking at my perspective on death. And you might think, this is the Mastery Podcast. You know, I want to learn about business and marketing. Guys, the most important thing about progressing in life is being in control. The most important thing is being in control of your personal emotions and being in control of your professional emotions. And so having a business like M10 and uh, an incredible team and um, a beautiful wife and life and goals, I wanted to make sure that when I got to the inevitable time that my dad would pass, that I was in control that I was able to see the blessing in his passing, the blessing in him moving on, and the blessing in his life. Because naturally you're going to have feelings of missing somebody, but also there's also the blessing in him moving on. And you hear me talk a lot about emotions. And very often when it comes to death, for three, four, five months in some cases, people just mourn for a one-sidedness. 
I'm never going to be able to do this. I feel a particular way. You know, I can't do this. All I think about is this. And naturally, when you feel focus on one side, you're going to get emotions. And those emotions, for me, I knew would impact my life and my business and the responsibility that I have that I love and that I want. And I you know, wanted to continue. You know, my father would want me to continue. And many of you have maybe faced death as a family member or a friend. And um, it's part of life. And I actually spent a little bit of time with my personal development mentor just looking at this and saying, you know, my father wouldn't want it. And I certainly wouldn't want to fall flat on my face with emotion and, you know, spend the next three months not knowing how to move on. And so I spent a lot of time looking at the actual benefits of my father passing on, uh, moving on. Because it gives, it gives me responsibility, gives me opportunity to, to meet different people. Um, you know, when I say meet different people, people that I relied on for my father for business knowledge. And it gives me an opportunity to step up and be responsible at a different level. You know, as Dan and I were talking about today, you know, there's now no one above me. There was always my father. And then you step up into a different role. And you start to see how, you know, it's actually brought my brother and sister and I incredibly closer. My father was never going to be around forever. And so I'm able to look at the sadness of him passing, but also the beauty in him passing. You know, he didn't want to be around forever to grow a business, uh, to continue to grow his business. He, he didn't want the challenge of continuing to try and grow that forever. He almost wanted, you know, to take it to a certain level. And, and then that would have been it for him. And so I've spent quite a bit of time over the last few months kind of not just looking at how how terrible life's going to be without him, but how wonderful his life was, but also the many benefits of him no longer being here. And most people don't want to look at those things, but it's the reality of life. And life moves on. Life moves on. You know, I was saying to, to Dan um, when we were talking this morning, Dan Smith, who's director of personal training at M10, Dan and I were like, you know, you go through the first part of your life, like in your 1920s, just, you know, not really knowing who you are. And then you start to try to find yourself a little bit, you, you know, where you want to be in life. And then you get to your 30s when I kind of really knew me and you started to kick on with business. And then between that 30 to 40 bracket, you start to take life quite seriously and, and want to focus on developing a business, some independence, whether you're self-employed. And then you get to that kind of, you know, stage of your life when you really kick on and, and actually take full control of hopefully something that you built successfully. And because I've now got this foresight, 43, of you know, dad passing away, somebody that was really, really close to me, and, and, and I had you know, it was a massive, massive part of my life, to then realize that now you're on your own, and that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. Most people are like, now I've no longer got a father, the person that supported me, the person that was always there for me. That's not reality. The reality is your parents aren't going to be around forever. The reality is your friends aren't going to be around forever. The reality is that your partner, your loved ones, your you know, the person you're married to will not be around forever. And therefore, what's very, very important is that you build a life for you, a life that you're inspired by, that if somebody moves on, as I was explained, it was beautiful. Nothing in life is an end. There is a transformation. And everything that I expected my father to provide for me the support, the guidance, the mentorship. My personal development coach said, just look now, he's moving on. He's moved on. Who else has taken those responsibilities on board? And I said, wow. I didn't want to look because I just wanted to remember the fact that my father was the only one that gave me business coaching advice. And, and, and I said, 
my, my coach Clarissa said to me, just look, take a moment to look. The responsibilities that you used to talk to your father about, my lawyers, financial advice, you know, business advice, just fatherly advice. And I've got other people in my life that have taken on that responsibility. I've got my own lawyers, I've got my own accountants, I've got my own tax advisors, um, you know, I've got other mentors uh, that I've been reaching out to over the last couple of months. And suddenly realized when I looked, I was like, wow, you know, that isn't around forever. And other people as I've grown throughout my life have taken on some of the roles I, I looked at from my father. So one thing I'm saying to you here is, you know, and I wanted to share this with you at the start of today's podcast was the fact that it's absolutely wonderful that life does move on and other people take those forms. You know, if you've lost somebody very, very close to you and you want to say, well, I'm, you know, I used to love going for walks with them. I used to love, you know, spending time going for a drink with them and that I'm never ever going to have that again. And that makes you feel very sad for a long time and it can really upset you. And then if you actually say, well, who now goes for long walks with you? Who now goes for a drink with you? Take time to look. Who has replaced that responsibility? You know? My father loved us dearly. And I spent a lot of time with his company as my father. And, you know, my mum loves us dearly. But she now gets a double whammy. So the person that benefits from my dad passing is also my mum. Because now she gets all three of us more frequently. And then you start to smile and realize that that transformation as dad moving on becomes something that benefits my mum. And I just hope when you listen to this, I don't want to go on you know, too much about it, but I just wanted to give you a perspective because my perspective of death through this whole situation is completely transformed. It's absolutely wonderful. People aren't here forever. And ultimately, in somebody's passing, it's somebody else's blessing. Someone else gets the opportunity to now be mentor for me in different areas. I get to then have the responsibility to step up. But that's not meaning in the slightest. I don't look at a picture that I'm looking at now on my desk with my father and love everything that he was. But when you have a balanced perspective, you're in control. And that level of control allows you to continue. And that's very, very important. And just something I want to share with you. And that's why today's episode does follow on nicely. Because I wanted to talk to you about being selfish or being smart. And interestingly, when I was younger, you know, a lot of people would, would categorize me as kind of selfish, always thinking about number one, always thinking about number one. And um, nobody really understood me because ultimately what I was, was living according to my highest values. And our highest values are the areas of our life that we are the most inspired, where we're the most reliable, where we're the most driven, the areas of our life where we're the happiest. And those of you who know me will know that um, you know, I spent a lot of time studying John D. Martini's work and uh, recently became a facilitator in his values coaching methodologies, values training process. Because for quite a long time in my life, I've tried to want to work out why I've changed course in certain directions. And there might have been times in your life you think, I just can't get my head together. Well, very often, when we're not living according to the things that we're deeply inspired by, the things that we love, the things where we're the most happiest, the subjects that we love to learn, and we start doing things because we think we should study different topics. You love weight loss, you help 
help with people with confidence, but you see all these people doing body transformations and you start studying body transformations. It's not really interesting to you, but you keep doing it because you think that's where you need to be. And six months down the line of trying to do body transformations, you're just not happy. And there's a part of you that's pulling you back to weight loss and helping people with confidence and happiness because that's inspiring to you. That makes you feel great. And that's the stuff you want to read about. But you see everybody doing body transformations. You think they're making more money. You have a disconnect. That's not what you and your life demonstrates. And the reason why I wanted to call today's episode selfish or smart is really to say to you that you're only going to progress the most in your life when if you want to call someone selfish, that's fine. Because you look at somebody and go, they're doing what they want to do. Well, what they're doing is the things that they're deeply inspired to do. And one thing will happen when people say you're selfish is because you're challenging what's important to them. So my brother loves creativity, he's an actor, is a producer by trade, um, and he'll be inspired by those things deeply. And I remember growing up, you know, seeing him doing those things and, and, and not being a, in my understanding, loving everything that I did rugby and loving everything like socializing and drinking when I was younger and I thought that my brother there was something wrong like every brother should do the same thing we should go for drinks and what it was to do with was a friend of mine had a couple of brothers and those brothers all went out drinking they got some similar kind of interests so I thought okay I'm watching them and that's how we should be so I became very unhappy and very challenged with my brother and very disappointed about why he wasn't the way that he was well, in all fairness, what my brother was doing was living according to his values. So take a minute and just think to yourself, are there people around me that I've looked at and thought, you know, they should be doing things differently. They should be liking the things that I like or doing the things that I like. Same thing with your partner in a relationship. Like my wife, incredibly creative. It's so inspired to sit and think and be creative. I want to pay other people to do that. I want to teach. I want to learn the things that I love to learn and I want to train. So naturally in a relationship, we've got different things. And if I tried to get my wife to be exactly like me and love the same things as me and do the same things as me, well, it's quite funny, but in a relationship, one of us isn't necessary. Because in a relationship, those difference of values allow people with different values to have a perspective on your life and help me pull me down when I'm too too proud and cocky potentially, as all of us can be. Don't think that you're alone. You know, if things are going really, really well and you're on your high horse a little bit, you know, naturally people are there to just pull you back down to level again. And then if you're feeling down, they'll help you pull yourself back up a little bit more. And that's what relationships are all about. That's also what a lot of friendships are about. You know, the stuff that you'd like doing with your best friend, you wouldn't necessarily want to be with them 24-7 because there's aspects of them and you, you know, you love the football together or you love going to events together, but you might not love the other stuff that you like to do in your own time and quiet time. And that's why you're different in areas and, and, and you know, um, similar in other areas. So when I was looking at this selfish or smart idea, you know, it kind of got me to the point where I haven't really talked to you guys at length about values. Because I've gone through my life and when I finished school and went to university, I thought that I should be a surveyor because that's what my dad did. And I thought, well, look, it's a natural route for me to go. It's a natural route for me to go. But if you actually looked at how my life was at that time, I was, I was going to the gym. I was interested in the gym. I was really inspired to do those things. And, and I didn't open up my, my vision when I was younger 
to think that that could be a career. So I went to university and the reason I went to university was to challenge me to look at what my life demonstrated, which was going to the gym, reading about the gym, eating great nutrition. And that was the thing that I was deeply inspired by. That was the thing that I actually was on this planet to do. Went to university, didn't work. Left university, went and got a job in surveying because I kept thinking I should be a surveyor. My life was about training, about preparing my food and about improving my body shape. And then I went to university again, came out of university. And it was at that point where I went, my life just keeps telling me that everything is pointing towards fitness. And sometimes in life, we always say, oh, you know, I, I said in, in the previous episode, you know, we don't, I, I said a, a, a video the other day that we don't fail at anything. You know, we learn a lot. And so me coming out of university and became a trainer, what actually was in front of me was my values. You know, I love to talk about training. I love to talk about nutrition. I love to talk about, you know, getting stronger. Um, and all of these things were the things that I loved. And I want you to just reflect on that for a minute and say, if I ask myself, what are the things that I love to talk about the most? What are the things I like to read about the most? What do I do the most every single day, the most? You start to be able to look at those few things and go, yeah, more than likely. For all of us, it's training, it's fitness, it's it's studying particular topics. And when I started to study strength and conditioning to do my exams, I ended up finding myself studying more nutrition around bodybuilding and nutrition around physiques and reading more magazines on physiques. So I was I was reading the information I needed to do to help my clients, but the subjects I was deeply inspired by was more to do with physiques and bodybuilding. So what I was naturally moving closer towards was building muscle and losing body fat. And the interesting thing is, throughout my life, my family would look at me and um, I know they would say, you're selfish, because I'd make, make sure I went to the gym at certain times. I would make sure that I prepared my food and went around to the house and had my food. And one of the funny things about my family is they, they, it would always frustrate them. Rather than looking at me and saying, it's wonderful that he loves what he's doing, they would kind of challenge me and it was quite annoying to them. And I'll tell you what used to happen. Now, it's, it's smart that I follow my highest values. Training, it was nutrition, uh, it was coaching. And if I was doing those things, I was really, really happy. But the one thing I didn't do back then was actually look at other people's values. So if I realized, obviously, my family's values were spending time together, I would make sure that, yeah, we, we could bridge in the middle and make sure I could follow my food diet plan, but not to the detriment of the family enjoying time. So I potentially could have gone to the gym a little bit earlier. I know growing up, I could have been more helpful to my family and, and shown respect to their values, which was family connectivity. And sometimes I'd go to the gym when everybody wanted to spend time with me and as I've grown up, I've kind of started to look at values and started to realize, and I said this in a post as well recently, one of the biggest things that I learned was the team that I have, have their own values in life. And so long as they're living according to theirs, which are different to mine, growing a business, marketing, coaching, mentoring, they're my values. They're not theirs. It might be coaching, it might be nutrition, it might be their relationship, their family. I then look at them and go, wow, I, I do my values, but they're living their values. So if we can come together and communicate and benefit each other, everybody wins.
And the reason why I'm kind of using this whole selfish and smart is every single one of you is living your own inspired life. If you are unsure where you're going, you do not have a full appreciation for your own values. Because when you do, if I say to you every day, when you wake up, what do you want to read about most? Write that down. If it's, I want to read about personal development most, very often, by the way, with personal trainers, if you love personal development, you love coaching, um, you're marrying personal development, learning about you that's benefiting your clients, which is helping coaching. Two very, very important values that I see coaches have. Wanting to better themselves, and the more you learn about you, it helps your clients progress. So, at the moment, you might say, well, I love to read about this the most. I love to do this the most during the day. And my life, in terms of what it demonstrates, can be a little bit different to actually what I'm doing. And I would challenge you guys to bring this back in balance. The reason why I say that to you is because I've gone through very, very many phases in my life. When I was doing strength and conditioning with the Polyquin Institute, I was so inspired to train. I was so inspired to grow and develop. It was all to do with training. I wasn't really understanding. I mean, Charles talked a lot about fat loss and body composition, so there was a huge balance. I was challenged with some of the methodology that we were using, which wasn't, wasn't too relevant to some of the general population clients. But everything that I learned with the Polyquin Institute was to do with strength, was to do with body composition, it was to do with fat loss, it was to do with hormones. It was everything that was making me a, 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 you know, a, a skilled coach. Some of what I was doing was training strength athletes, and I realized that that wasn't inspiring to me. You've got to ask these questions for yourself. Because if you're living congruently with the things that you value, the highest, 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 highest in life, you will continue to drive forward, you'll continue to progress. But if at the moment you're doing things that you're not deeply inspired by, you'll feel challenged, you'll feel like you're comparing yourself to other people, you'll feel frustrated, you'll often resent other people. Because throughout my life, focusing only the thing that I've wanted to do in life has only led me to the right people. And the funny thing is people will say, you know, you're doing what you're doing. Look at that person. You know, I, I've had my friends leave when I left my town. It was like, you know, I'm sure a lot of people were like they didn't, didn't even think about anybody else. I don't leave anybody. I always want to keep in touch with people. But I'm always understanding that, you know, if, if I'm on a path that isn't right for me, I'm not going to be happy. So when people say you're selfish, all I've done is, as I've navigated through my life, I've stayed on my path. It's not selfish. Now, as I go through that path, if I progress in my career, you know, I've said this before, if you're, on, if you're earning 20 grand, you'll have 20 grand friends. If you're on 30 grand, you'll have 30 grand friends. If you're on 50, you'll, you'll, you'll step up, right? You'll always have your 20 grand friends, but you'll meet new people along the way. So, I, one of my big thing with you guys is just helping you to take control. And this whole episode, many of you might feel challenged. You know, you feel selfish that you, you, you're focusing on you. You feel selfish. Even though you know 
that it's exactly what you're inspired to do. Don't change you because you think that other people expect certain things of you. Don't change who you are. Take control. And I'll be honest with you, I had four to five years on my own in my apartment while I adjusted. I adjusted from being quite a party boy, socialite, rugby player, and I just wanted to just be on my own. And the funny thing is, my network in the fitness industry dramatically changed the more I stayed on my own. The more I focused on my brand, the more I focused on my knowledge, and the more I focused on my coaching and my training, even though it was quite lonely for a time and people might look and say it's so selfish, all he's doing is training. You know, for somebody that just loves training, adores training, for somebody that absolutely adores it with their nutrition, their rest, recovery, sleep, whatever it may be, that's what they're the most inspired to do every single day. Now, people are always going to challenge you against their values. If your parents don't understand money and you focus on money, it's going to challenge their values. If you train and your family don't train, it's going to challenge their values. I talk a lot in my posts about being inspired. Is what you're doing right now inspiring to you? Is it energizing to you? Can you not wait to get up in the morning to do what you do? Can you not wait in the morning to get up and read things? Look, go back five, six years ago, you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't be able to drag me away from nutrition and training and mechanics and all of the stuff that took my career to a completely different level. Now, now you, you, you know, human performance, personal development, philosophy, you know, finance, business growth and development you know, marketing. And why? Does that make me a, a bad coach? I, I still dip in, uh, in and out of my education around the science of training. And I've spent 15, 16 years studying those topics. But in order to grow the business and the brand and support the team, I need to have a breadth of knowledge in different areas to grow. And so as you've gone through your life, you'll see you're studying different topics, different areas interest you. Now, training and nutrition will always be of interest to me. I always love it. I have great conversations with people about it. But in terms of what I'm learning right now to help me move forward and the business move forward, I'm inspired by other stuff as well. And so what I want you to do is to look at what you're doing right now. And if you've kind of let go of some of that and you said, no, 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 you know, I don't think I should be doing that. Yes, you should be doing that. That's not telling me, but... It's not specifically saying, by the way, you should. What I'm saying is the only things you should do in life and focus on are the things that you're the most inspired by. The only things that you really, you know, I'll always do things to support my wife and be around my wife and do things with her that support her values. But I'm going to have a pretty crappy, unhappy, unfulfilled life unless I've identified what I'm truly the most inspired by. And when you see that on paper, I love to read these subjects. I love to do these things. Every day I'm, you know, right now, guys, I'm sitting, I'm looking at my laptop and, you know, I've got my iPad and um, my phone and the recording headphones and a notepad around me. And generally in my day, that, that's around me all day. That's the things that I'm inspired by. Other people are inspired by different things. But I'm not selfish when I'm spending all my time working on me and then also when I'm spending time with other people I listen and support their values what I'm actually doing is living a life like every single one of you listening to this episode right now has a purpose on this planet every single one of you has a purpose on this planet 
And you'll only find what that is and feel it when you're living inspired, congruently and aligned with the things that inspire you the most. And in today's episode, I've just shared some of the ways that you'll be able to look at what you're doing in your life right now and go, wow, it's so clear that I'm loving these things right now. It's so clear that they're the subjects that I want to read. And right now you might think to yourself, I don't know what it is that I want to be. And I'm saying to you, it's right in front of you right now. If you love going to the gym and love eating well, then that's the start. But I think I should be doing something else. If ever you say that, guys, that means that you're looking at other people's lives and and projecting what they're doing into yours and getting very, very confused because what you're doing right now is perfect. You know, I originally called this episode, you know, are you going to be, are you being selfish? Because this is kind of what came up, you know. My father's passing has given me a real alignment and... You know, I, I, for a while, was like, you know, I, sh- I should be in property. I should be doing this. Because I, I thought that it was expected of me to do the thing that other people kind of thought I should do. But reality in life, the only time I'm going to be fulfilled and truly happy is if I'm doing what I want to do. And if I'm fulfilled doing, being where I want to be in life. And that means growing up in a small town, moving to a city, and then moving to the, to the capital. You know, and, and, and meeting different people in, in, a, in this kind of environment that I love. So I want you to just take this episode and say, in a nutshell, Mark, what am I taking away from today? You're taking away from today an appreciation and an understanding that one, nothing in life leaves you. It transforms into a different form. So everything that I perceive to have been lost from my father has reappeared in somebody else. Somebody else takes on that responsibility. For any of you that have been challenged with death, recently look in your life for who is now responsible for the things that you think that you will never get from the person that's moved on i then want you to understand that there's nothing selfish about living a life according to the things that are deeply inspiring to you the challenge will come when you're trying to look at what everybody else has got and think that you should change your life to match that because they've got something and you think that's what you want your chance of being successful is following your own path, your own inspiration, inspired energy, and then progressing closer to your purpose. And smart is about being aligned and inspired. And that is what you have the opportunity to be. And in your career, you're going to move forward, be more inspired, more energized, make more money, get more transformations, progress in life and business when you've identified that and progressed and stayed focused with it. And, um, you know, naturally today was a bit of a reflective podcast for me on on my father's passing. And I I hope it's been a value to you. But also, you know, live life according to your own highest values. Live your life according to the things that inspire you the most. Because that's the way you're going to make the most progress, be the most inspired, be the happiest. um, And and where you're going to grow. Guys, as always, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. Um, Please drop me a message. Say hi if you've never introduced yourself to me before to me before on the uh on instagram or share the podcast um guys take care and i shall speak to you soon